Whew. Hi guys. I am in the midst of, uh, I'm in the midst of, um, feeling very frustrated at this moment. So I have students. I will have a few more students in about, uh, 20 minutes. So I'm not going to take very long, but, um, I'm so frustrated and I know that my frustration, I know exactly what it is. And I know that every single human can relate with this. And it's like, this is the problem right here. 2023, whatever the hell date this is, July, blah. I don't know, what is it, July 9th? This is the problem. Mother Nature is so gorgeous. Okay, listen up. I want you to listen up. So whatever. Put your listening ears on. I don't care if you're doing the dishes or driving in your car. But just like give me all of your tension. All of your tension? (laughs) No, don't give me all of your tension. Give me all of your attention. The sky just went from puffy 1970s white clouds on just like a brilliant robin's egg blue sky to weirdly gray like we're caught under we're caught in a synthetic net of lies anyway two things happened recently uh a few things happen uh i was gonna say the problem the problem so i look outside I wish you guys could see, you know, for those of you who are my local friends, you know how beautiful my trees are um, in my crappy little turn-of-the-century old brick-building apartment lookout. But I'm a part of town that's lots of nature because we're not the financial district and it's the oldest, oldest Polish neighborhood in Minneapolis so it's me and the trees and when I feel overwhelmed stressed out I tend to just go step out on my perch and bond with my trees if I haven't mentioned them before I have a um, juniper tree that I've named Jupiter and if I go outside should I go outside right now just so you can hear my trees Whoa, beautiful, beautiful, oh, beautiful, for spacious skies, for amber waves of green, for purple, something majesties above the, what, fruited plain? I don't even know. America, America, God shed his grace on thee. We know that I don't view the creator as a he. And I don't really use the word God, but I'm going to go inside because I love you guys. I love you. 
I'm not kidding, talk to the wind and you will notice that it super whips up, which means those are animated spirits in the wind. That's like air plasma. This is how we can start bonding, bonding with the unseen beings that are part of you. I love you, Jupiter. I love you. I love you, 12. I love you, 11, 10, 9. Yes. I have named my trees by numbers. <laughs> Not paint by numbers, remember by numbers. But um, I go and I look at these beautiful trees and I feel like, oh gosh, I mean, I'm looking out my window in my kitchen right now and the wind rustling through the tree, it's so gorgeous, I'm speechless. It, it's like a memory. I remember a time when reality was this beautiful. But then there's this overlay of the terrible oppression and repression of humans in history. And it's so painful for me to feel such beauty looking at my favorite um parts of nature and and truly I'm not kidding like just say to the trees I would like some wind please and watch what happens I always knew this I always knew that we make the wind somehow well the trees make the wind that's what I actually think but we can interact with it we can draw it out of the tree realm but anyway um so we're living in this beautiful I'm I, I'm gonna call this moment where we're arriving the fourth dimension because 3d reality was basically the signature for this era which you could go all the way back to um <laughs> whatever in the west you you gotta wonder the western dudes who fabricated the gregorian calendar 52 weeks in a year. What's your deal with 52 guys? Huh? They're so they're so obvious in all their stupid black magic. But anyway, um in this Gregorian calendar, um what are we? We're almost God, the wind is so beautiful right now. We're almost in the middle of July. And the contrast that's so difficult for me to bear emotionally is like, I feel so much love for mother nature. I feel so much freedom in my being. But then the reason this is 4D, I'm no, I mean, I don't know if I've ever only been in 3D. Many people are. And this is why spiritual people view others as NPCs, non-player characters for those who don't know. <laughs> I didn't really know. I don't watch video games, but I get it. I think Dolores Cannon was um, known famously for describing, I think she calls them background people, but you know, video game enthusiasts would call them NPCs. I, because they don't feel the level of soul that you feel as a spirited human being. Like I can look I can fall in love with the trees. I can cry with the trees. I can cry about human trafficking. I can cry about, I can feel for someone else 
with someone else anytime. And I truly think that's the gift of the souled being that is called the human on earth where that's our gift. It's your gift. All those emotions that you're annoyed by, that you feel like are too much, that are overtaking you. Yeah, the controllers basically, I mean, the human biome essentially is like a radio. We're basic, we're transmitters. And then they created invisible dark frequencies to make us feel only lower level emotions, whatever, anxiety, jealousy, anger, fear, sadness. I mean, look at that. Those are all lower. I've always been such a joyful person and then I got shamed for being joyful like my whole life pretty much. Thankfully my dad is very joyful so we share joking joy together all the time. But what I wanted to spit out in my short break is um, the pain. So we've been in the third dimension because only the occulted information about what's truly spiritual, you know, was supposedly within the hands of monks and priests and dark magicians and, you know, lofty new age teachers that see in the dream time and are psychic. I don't, you know, I have no interest in listening to those people. But we're our powers are coming back, humans, powers. So I think the first way to test it is like, just go interact with nature. It's so crazy. Like sometimes I just am like, wait, did you see that? Like I'm hanging out with my friends, but it's just me in the trees <laughs> or me in the air. Um, so I'm really loving nature right now, but the... <laughs> We're rising through into the upper dimensions, which we will get to eventually. But we've been in 3D for almost 2,000 years. That's <laughs> such a long time. And um, the, let's see, the spiritual avatars of our times, you know, whatever, all the cool dudes that everybody digs. All the cool dudes and Kuan Yin. <laughs> like, and I've never liked this word witches, but I guess the natural healers, I don't know what we call those, I don't, witchy ladies. I'm not gonna say that either, but like, yeah, the avatars, the spiritual avatars. Of course, the, the women have been suppressed. We don't even get any notoriety. Even the Trinity, according to Western religion, is three dudes, <laughs> except for we know it takes female sex organs to create life on this planet. Anyway, this is the tragedy. This is the contrast. So, so coincidentally, we're pushing up through the fourth dimension. And as we do that, if you're unconscious, you won't notice. You're just going to have like the same struggles and joys and pleasures and irritations like I can't even tell you um I just 
I hit such a low note with some people in my neighborhood last night. Um, I can't even take the time to talk about that conversation, but I will revisit it. So I'll do another drop next and describe what happened with people in my neighborhood. But they live in this beautiful brick. Okay, I live in one of the oldest neighborhoods in Minneapolis. And so all the brick houses are the oldest. And they live in one. And they're, they're like very... It's the kind of thing where you look at someone and you think you're gonna like them because they have the same taste preferences as you aesthetically. Like, you know, I love aesthetics, the way something looks. So they painted their brick house white and, you know, she wears like linen loose overalls and he does capoeira, which is like a Brazilian street fight dancing. Like, I should like them, we should like each other, but Oh my God, oh my God. I said, so how, do, what do you think of Biden? You know, like I just was asking very straightforward questions, not even sharing my opinion about what the hell is going on in politics. And they both were like, he's great. I think he's doing a great job. And, uh, and like, she's pretty level-headed, but I said something like, what do you think of RFK being thrown in the mix? And he just went off like a rabid beast. And thankfully, I, you know, I wasn't presenting anything, uh, I don't know, aggressively in there. I just said, what do you think? I said, what do you think of RFK being thrown in the mix? And he's like, that anti-vaxxing evil, evil, evil man. <laughs> and I was like, oh my goodness. Here we go. This is the stuff I hear about on YouTube with like the libtards. I, I never use this word libtard, but I do think it's kind of funny. Get Getting so easily triggered. So I'm going to say anybody who ends up in that camp, like you think you're really open-minded, but you're just thinking the alternative is sexy when they're both, you know, I'm not going to refer to the movie The Matrix because the red pill or the blue pill, I, I didn't like that movie, and I've said this a number of times, as a true good science fiction film enthusiast. But, yeah, you can't take the red pill or the blue pill, and you actually even have to get above purple, Prince, my brother. My brother, who I praise every day when I sing in my yard my Prince songs at night. But this is the crux of what's painful for humans right now. Nature is so beautiful. She's rising. She's going to gather us and bring us with her. So try your best to rise with nature. That's that poetic breeze through the trees. That's the like, oh! <gasps> Let your breath get taken away by birds flying overhead. Like, we have birds on this planet. What the fuck? When I was a kid, I remember whomever said that they were once dinosaurs, and I'm just like, that was, I think that was the first moment of adults not making any sense to me. <laughs> so we'll leave that right where it is. But... Mm. We're in the fourth dimension. 
Um, it's a, around July 9th, 2023. And we've got this contrast of how gorgeous nature is. And then um, how tragic, how tragic the world of humans has become. Very tragic. I mean, I live across from an old person's um, facility. What is it? It's like elder care and condominiums for old people. And in the past three years, since the inception of COVID, um, and for those who don't know, when I say COVID, the Latin root, it means crow. It's the Latin word for crow. And crows travel in murders. Isn't that interesting? A murder is a group of crows. That's what I call what happened in the last four years. Murder. But um, it's my code language. Sorry, algorithms. You can't touch me, baby. You can't touch me. You can't touch me. You can't touch me. Um, you can try and touch me, but I don't like it. I do not consent, so get your filthy little fingers away from me, AI. Anyway, um, or whatever, stay curious. Just back off. Back off, AI. Um, so, yeah, the darkness that, like, uh, I was trying to just have a summer evening. I just rode my bike by these cool neighbors' house. The neighbors with the cool house. I'm not saying the neighbors are cool. They're the ones who said they think Biden's doing great. And that RFK Jr. is a hateful, evil, evil. And, you know, anybody who says anti-anything, for the record, I could say anti-vax. That is just like when the CIA invented the term conspiracy theorist. This, you know, our controllers know that we're these sensitive, we're like harps. Humans are like musical harps. Oh, that's funny. And then my phone just all by itself decided to stop recording. That's always interesting when that happens. I just happen to be saying that humans are a lot like harps. And then isn't that interesting? <laughs> we have these HARP facilities. I can't remember what H-A-R-P stands for, but they're basically just transmitting heinous frequencies that keep humanity pretty ill. But anyway, a HARP, a musical HARP. Um, humans are like HARPs. I was saying before that humans are like... Um, radios, transmitters. Um, we're such beautiful creatures, but we've really been controlled by these dark, lying, hiding, resentful. I was thinking today, or I wasn't thinking, but this popped in my head. Why would they resent us so much? Us, the humans, the ones with souls. Souled beings with, you know, skin, a skin coating our organs and blood. 
biophotonic, brilliant blood. Um, they hate us. They, it's, it's a jealousy. I mean, they are jealous that we somehow, and I don't know how, I mean, you have to listen to like the Gnostic tale of how Earth came to be to understand how um, all the P words, I like to call them all the P's because I'm Paige, I'm the good P. Um, the predators, the possessed, the parasites, they all came in through a kind of accident, a kind of accident of, wow, I'm watching this little kid, just like a holy terror, roll through this neighborhood. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, anyway, yeah, we're just under the thumb of really disgusting. I mean, I don't even think the average person in any country, because I'm talk to, talking to people all over the country every day for my work, in my work, and I don't think anybody is feeling a respect toward their government. I don't know about religious authorities. I don't... But, like, everything... The way that we interact with power is completely dissolving. You know, I could talk about this astrologically in terms of, like, Pluto's the main planet that you can look to to see a reflection for things dissolving. Um, basically, Pluto is, does when power structures fail over long swaths of time. Pluto um, deconstructs everything, and it's like a demolition. It's kind of messy. So we're in the middle of the demolition, <laughs> which is the fourth direction, which is the front end of the bridge of the age of Aquarius. And um, this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius, age of Aquarius, Aquarius. My moon is in Aquarius. So my moon's in Aquarius, and yeah, I'm just getting sick of the stupid drama. Like, can we all just throw the towel in together as loving humans? I mean, like, yeah, paying taxes is a racket. Anytime you give money to them, the corporate entities, and corp, I mean, if we want to talk about the roots, the Latin roots of the meaning of words, corpseration. That comes from, it's dead. Corporations are dead nations. Like, I'm, they chose the language. I didn't choose this. I just know the meaning of things. So we're a bunch of living souls under the thumbs of dead nations. And I think we need to extract ourselves at this point. How do you extract yourself? So it's going to feel like we're in this fourth dimensional it's not a trap, but level probably for the next couple of years. And you got to ask yourself every day when you wake up, where is the joy in me? Where is me? Where's the love in me? 
who or what am I interacting with that feels dead? And if it feels dead, get away from it. Take yourself away from it. I don't care if it's in religion or politics or friendships or jobs. Get away from it. And liberate yourself by asking yourself, what do I really want? What makes me feel alive? So <laughs> now I have a student in just a few minutes, so I really have to go. But, but we're in such a sticky little spot right now. There's so much beauty around us for me in my summer season where I live. Um, but the darkness, it's like, it's even... I would say more disgusting, despicable, and stupid than it even is disturbing. It's just stupid. We've got dark stupidity. And so then, then this other emotion that keeps showing up for me now is like anger. I'm angry that I can't liberate myself under, you know, framunda, framunda. That was a thing in the 80s. People talked about Fremunda. I think that was like butt stink. But um, from under the tyranny, I can't get out from under it. I can. I am. But it's that anger. That's a very specific anger. And I, I think that's the first step in humans realizing we're the natural guardians of this earth. We don't want to be kings and queens. We don't want to be presidents and prime ministers. We just want to be left alone to revel with nature and each other. That's all. That's all we want. Basic bitches. Real basic. Yeah, like, could I, would I use technology if in, yes, that's, that's how I teach. But, but like, we need to reprogram all of our technology to be pro-human not to stress us out and make us feel dependent on it, them. Gross, disgusting. That's so disgusting. So Lucifer, Araman, Satan, all the versions of false light, that's been their trick. And like, if you're not that deep, you're just going to stay stuck in this trap of thinking like technology saves you or that we can merge with AI and it'll be fine, great. It's like, it's all only fine and great if we take our own power as individuals before we interact with anything else, whether it's politicians, religion, technology. You have to know like, I am the power. I got the power. I got the power. Ooh, I'm gonna end on that note. I'll be back soon. Love you. Okay, so I just found this song from my teenagehood. It's called The Power. And it starts with like a Russian voice. And now it's like an angry black man screaming. But I just want to get us to the chorus because it's pretty cool. I got the power. 
Oh, here it comes. This is what I remember. I got the power. Oh, I got the power. Yeah, when I was young, when I was young, there was a lot of empowering music coming through the airwaves. So that's the reference when I just said that. Woo! Which uh, goes uh, deeper in the rabbit hole than I've ever been. And there's information in that book that simply has never been written or revealed before. And it puts into context what is actually happening. You know, I've been saying all these decades that we cannot understand what is happening in the world of the scene unless we understand right. what's happening it's in the frequency. world of the unseen. It's frequency. So very quickly, it's you know, unseen. for people haven't come across this, it's unseen. And, and you, you should ask, why haven't they come across this? Why isn't this taught in the schools as a matter of course? But what we see is only a tiny band of frequency, so small it's ridiculous. Everything beyond that frequency band, the limits of what the five senses can decode and the eye senses can decode into a visual reality, is infinity. And if you think of uh, radio stations in the old analog system and uh, television stations, they shared the same space, they share the same space, um, but they don't interfere with each other, impact upon each other, unless they're really close on the dial. So if you want to look for outside of this reality dimension, whatever you want to call it, for that level that can interfere with this, then you've got to look at bands of dimensional frequency that are very close to this one, but just outside of our five sense reality and our ability to perceive it in the natural course of events and the i'll call this this dimension that's that's close to this one the astral or the fourth dimension call this 3d the third dimension and in the lower levels of this astral dimension in other words the lower frequency levels which are really close to this one that's the realm of the demonic that's where demons and their name and description in all different religions and cultures. Um, that's where they exist. These are the entities that the Satanists are interacting with in their rituals. Why, why do, uh, do these Satanists, who may be sick, but a lot of them are not stupid, why are they doing these rituals? Because they're interacting with these entities. And when you do rituals as they do in the same places over and over and over again, what it does is it thins out the frequency difference between the astral, lower astral where these demons are, and this reality. And so that interaction is made possible. Now, what's happening now is that that lower uh, astral dimension is starting to fuse into ours and, and, and these demonic entities are much more able to move into our reality and stay for longer and one of the conduits hello that is allowing this to happen that is the 
the uh, the connection frequency that allows this to happen more now than ever before is what we call 5G with 6G and 7G to come. This 5G, there's so many elements to it, and one of them is that it is acting as a frequency conduit for these demonic entities to come into this realm. So people will start to see them. All right, whoa, I gotta stop this. 5G, he's saying demonic frequencies are coming in through 5G. Well, I mean, I'm on 4G right now. I'm pretty sure a wireless frequency is 4G, but but this is a very important topic right now. If you don't know frequencies, you actually don't know darkness comes in through your technology if you let it. Let's just leave it at that. Darkness comes in through your technology if you let it. Ching Chong. Okay, so let's just get with that for a minute. I know the young people would say, let's unpack this. But on a very simple level, we all allow in frequencies through our devices. And you know, you thought you were doing that for a frequency match to use an efficient station. But what if you don't understand how this all works stations so I'm just gonna say that that we are so ignorant about what frequencies come in through our devices so you know through 5g Ike is suggesting that the veil is thinning so that the negative beings from the demonic realms can come in through this thinning of the veils through frequency matching and so I guess I'm just going to propose a few things number one have you seen or felt something unsettling in your realm in the dream time when you're whatever walking along looking at the sky having thoughts so if that's happening then this is where discernment comes in is you can begin to say nope that's not mine that's not my realm that's crazy you know the example i'm not even gonna focus on this woman who felt like she had to get off a plane recently because you know we we didn't see anything definitive and but you know back to what David Ike is saying you won't see it you don't see it with the third dimensional eye you don't see it with your 3D eyes you see it when 
I call it tapping in. You see it when you tap in. And you could choose to tap into the trees in your yard. You know, if you can step beside or out of the fear frequency, then you're just going to hang out with nature. But if you don't have that desire, knowledge, ability to simply say like, oh, I'm overwhelmed by the news, the noose, N-O-O-S-E. For those of you who have listened to my podcast, the word noose etymologically means to, to be hung. It's a thing which we hung people from trees in our American history. This is a very sad dark tradition well so the dark ones that's all they know how to do it doesn't matter if you want to call them demons you know from different religions and or infected AI and or um, even dark agents in your life like people who are not conscious enough to transmit a positive energy toward you so you could interact in a way to get beyond this so to me I always think it's interesting what do we start at 2g 3g 4g 5g so when 5g is operating in strength to me that means it would block fifth dimensional frequencies which are positive frequencies from organic humans Uh, reality awareness you know the spiritual people the sometimes I don't like new age but the newer spiritual people call it 5D is the frequency of love so if you're caught in the frequency of fear you're gonna start seeing all this stuff and it's not bad it doesn't mean it's not real It's just not really where you need to be at. So to get higher, you just, one thing we can do is start learning the structure of how this works. So, I mean, one thing I'll say is we need to put a a criminal inquiry against... whatever the technology is being developed. So we're just trying to interact in a neutral or positive level with each other. You know, I work online every day. I'm going through wireless, which is, um, I don't know, is wireless at 4G? I'm not sure where it is, but 5G, I always have this energetic feeling like I don't want to have it on. I do turn on 5G here and there for short periods of time. It's a bandwidth that seems more chaotic to me than wireless is more stable. You know, when I speak with my ESL students every day all over the world, I don't sense demonic frequencies coming through. But that's also because I... I could say I shield myself, but I go into the internets 
with the intention of, I want to share love. I want to share knowledge. I want to connect to those who are positive and want a positive future on this earth. So, so I'll leave it at that. I, I want to talk more about this topic and then get beyond these two media figures that people are so very triggered triggered by. Mr. Jones, Alex Jones. I mean, I frankly have a hard time listening to his voice, that one's voice, because he's so... He's such like a bulldog. And I get it. I understand he's a man, and so he's got a lot of testosterone behind his anger. So he's speaking a lot of truth in recent times, Alex Jones, but it's really hard to listen to him. This is a an interesting topic. I don't think it's hard to listen to the voice of David Icke, but he proposes so many ideas that I'm just going to say freak people out. He's never freaked me out. I didn't necessarily, for example, I don't want to see lizard beings. I don't want to see them. So I hold a certain energetic space around myself, around my home, around my neighborhood. That's like, no, y'all, if, if you're real, you can do things elsewhere beyond me. I'm not interested in interacting. I'm sure there are positive lizard beings, but I, I don't care. Like my natural inclination is to align with nature and the ancient spirits that preside here with her, which would be the realm of the fae, the fairies. So yes, that's paranormal. Um, wow, I will do a whole nother drop on my perception of the fae and fairies and what they are. They're not the cutified little version of Tinkerbell that the Walt Disney with the German dude that came over to the U.S. I mean, there's so many German figures that came through the U.S. to tell us what our reality is. Einstein to tell us what our reality was, is. Disney to tell children what reality is, was. So everybody, you and I, we each play a part. It's time for you to um, open up your channel of frequency. And the easiest way to do that is start speaking about what you feel is true. I've been doing it my whole life. Um, I've gotten a lot of shade for it, but I'm still here. I'm still loved. And, you know, I disclose my location on the teaching platform. You know, I say I live in Minnesota. I say I live in Minneapolis. And then I just have to believe that there are positive influences interacting through what we call the Internet. So 
I think it's a very bad step to be afraid of AI. I think it's a very bad step to feel like your energetic strength is weak in all these frequencies. No, I mean, that's how strong we are. Like, we're so strong that these dark agents, magicians, infected energies, whatever we're going to call them, you know, I try and keep it neutral. I don't get religious. Um, but religion talks about these energies. So we're in a time where I think the solution is as simple as this. Number one, improve yourself. Number two, have compassion. When you, there are just those moments where you, you can't think about improving yourself. It's so overwhelming what's happening in this world. But I do like that it's falling apart. Like, I feel like all the darkness is being revealed. You know, I didn't go see the movie Sound of Freedom, Sounds of Freedom about human trafficking because I've been following this topic for a good 10 years. And I'm glad that it's softening people. I'm glad that it's breaking people's heart open. Um, human trafficking is the biggest problem we have on our planet and specifically harming the children. And so if you can't start exploring this notion that anybody who's been abusing power once again, you decide who they are. What are they? Political figures? Hollywood figures? News broadcast figures? Uh, those with lots of money who have control over certain industries? You know, it's, it's a very predictable pattern to view. I don't think humble people who never, who ever even get the challenge to abuse power are a problem. So if a father is drinking too much and it leads him to expose his children to human trafficking or a mother, um, or relatives, that's, I mean, those guys are under the spell. They're under the spell of the darkness. And those traditions, like if you historically look at, if you start at the bottom and look at the drug cartels, look at the humans who cross the borders, look at those who don't, we can't track, for example, in our US system, who came through Canada and Mexico, it doesn't even mean they only came from those two countries. It means they came through there. So we've got millions of unclaimed identities here. I'm not afraid of them. I've never feared an outsider coming into the border, even if it is the drug cartel. The, the, so maybe the third thing I could say is we have to start saying 
Um, some people would call them prayers. Some people would say stating intentions. We have to start saying out loud every day, I, I mean, some people say I do not consent. I would say I am only in the realm of those beings that protect life in general, life and love. So, you know, you're supposed to care about your job. You're supposed to feel conflicted about different topics. That's, that is the distraction. So if you watch the noose reels, you know, I watch the noose reels. I do check in here and there with whether it be, it doesn't matter. It's like whomever I see that seems to be either offering a glimpse of truth and or being lost in this mire of us not being able to speak openly about what we feel is happening. I mean, I'll just say very simply that the news media channels are, they're becoming insignificant just because due to COVID in the last four years, we all started watching independent channels. So those old media presences are failing and they're kind of freaking out. I think they're just trying to do a grab on like whatever could be the coolest topic to hit dem different, blah, 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 different demographics to keep their listenership. Like this is why podcasts are so amazing because you, I don't even want to call you the consumer. You, the listener, gets to choose what you're listening to, to inform yourself, to learn better about how to feel freer, how to feel more love, how to feel safe. And I don't mean safe from the invisible boogeyman illness that anyone would talk about. I mean safe like in your home, safe in your yard, safe in your neighborhood, safe with your friends and your family. That will only happen by you all engaging in discussions about all these related topics that involve human trafficking. So why did the guy some people call president in the last four years, whose name starts with a B, whose son calls him the big guy? Um, They opened our borders. So, you know, you just have to start using a critical ear when it comes to the trends and not how they're telling you they are through their broadcast. Like they're saying, I'm the good guy. I am for blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter. You know, you can watch anything to me this is one of our super human powers you can watch anything and see if it comes from a good place or a conflicted infected place so i will stop there i'm going to think a little bit more to consider what the next drop will be because i really want every single person to consider the history of human trafficking in our realm in this place we call earth 
And if you can't come up with anything, if you can't start making connections, that's why the universe gets so annoyed that it makes something mainstream. It made Sounds of Freedom mainstream. This topic has been hot for many years in a way that's causing suffering for every child that's trafficked every moment, every day. I mean, Blake Lively exposed it um, in Hollywood. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll mirror a little audio drop of her talking about it, but it is fueling the negative energy in all of our industries. So really, I guess I'm gonna just propose a basic question and say, do you feel empowered enough to start looking at this and decide how you wanna participate in eradicating it? Because the only way we can start rising into this new, better realm of Earth is for every person to feel a passionate stake in the topic. If you are not emotionally, passionately against the tradition of human trafficking, then you're for it. Like by default, if you won't talk about it, if you won't think about it. So I'm just gonna say that. Um, imagine if the last four years was simply an opportunity to make that industry easier for all of them. Moving us all online, shutting us all into lockdown, doing their business whenever they wish, but claiming that via the BBC or the news channels in the US that, that we're all locked down and we're all being good citizens because we're not and you know it so that's it that's what i got right now i'll be back so i found the clip it's like a nine minute clip on youtube um and Variety as a, um, I think, is, isn't Variety a magazine or is it a channel, um, hosted this speech where Blake Lively um, shares details, which you're gonna hear her voice, that's her. And she's promoting uh, an organization called Child Rescue Coalition. So, you know, this was six years ago. What are we in, 2023? This was 2017. Ha, funny. Right before some big, dark controlling forces came upon our human culture to make us think we were an infection just by our mere existence. So. I'm just inviting all of you to start thinking about the very real mechanism of social programming. It's infected all of us. 
and you can be free of it, all you have to do is start searching for the truth and then, you know, whatever the dark secrets unravel and you can see what's been going on. So you can free yourself, your family, your people, your mind, your spirit. So I hope that some people are starting to see that I'm really just here to reveal something that can give you liberation. It can, it's so painful sometimes and it's very heavy and you don't win in social circles, but, but I feel like it's time to change that. It's time to change those of us who care about the truth being shamed in the public arena. You can just, nobody's stopping you now. You can just start seeing the truth and sharing it. And then we will heal together. So please enjoy Blake Lively's drop. This is also interesting. I have a sister named Blake, so Blake is not like foreign to me. And then, you know, I wonder if Lively is a stage name because many people in Hollywood took stage names, but it certainly fits. Uh, she is lively. And I think when you speak the truth, you just start to feel better. So I invite you to start doing that. Do it. We've all been socialized to be quiet. I just never listened. All right. Please glean something from Blake's words. Thank you. today because I'm a mama and I have two baby girls. Well, they're not babies, but I think they are. Uh, James and Inez and they are my world and I would do anything to protect them. I, I would literally die for them with, without a, a moment's thought. And for those of you who have children, I think you know what I'm talking about. I mean, if you, if you think of what you would do for your child, there's, I don't think there's anything you wouldn't ask of yourself. So. It got me thinking, you know, what is the value of a single child's life? And what is the value of a child's life who, who isn't our own? Like, what is her little life worth or his little life worth, you know? And, and the sexual exploitation of, of children is something that um, isn't happening rarely. It's, it's not happening worlds away. It's happening right here and right now. Um, so to show you guys that, while I'm talking, there's a map right here. And if you guys look up at this map, um, every time a dot shows up, is it live? What's happening? Hmm, oh, there you go. There you go, now they have it live. So every time a dot shows up, that is um, someone that's trading or viewing child pornography right now as we speak. So that's, that's how prevalent this is. And um, I didn't really know what child pornography was, you know, we all sort of have an idea of it and I was afraid to ask as, as, a, as a mother, you know, because it would be very painful to, to hear. And um, I, I felt like I had to ask though, and I feel like I have to share it with you guys now. And it's, it is, um, 
it is disturbing, and I want to warn you, but I, I feel it's my responsibility to tell you guys because it is the truth, and I believe if we all knew this, um, we would dedicate much more of ourselves to, to stopping it. Um, so when I, when I asked what child pornography entailed, yes, it's, it's nude images of, of boys and girls uh, under the age of 18. Um, but now because of high-speed internet, it's also videos very prominently. And uh, videos of kids, and by kids I mean prepubescent, visibly prepubescent. And uh, they make the distinction because, um, because of the internet and there's so much content, uh, these pedophiles are desensitized. Because of that, the kids are getting younger and the content is getting that much more devastating. So when this law enforcement officer told me this, I, I asked him how young are, are the young kids he's seeing, and he told me infants. And I, I have a six-month-old baby, so I said, what does that mean, you know, like what, what does an infant mean? And he said, with the umbilical cord still attached. I know it's so devastating to hear this, and I'm really sorry to share this, but I'm grateful that you guys are listening because this is actually happening, and it's important that we, we know this and that it resonates with us so that we think about this in, 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 in our days and in our personal life. Um, so I asked them what happens in these videos, and, you know, unspeakable things happen, but I'm, again, going to speak about them because I feel like if these kids are experiencing this, the least that that they deserve is for us to hear what, what is actually happening to them. Um, so, no, it's not just touching, there is, there is penetration, um, there is extreme torture and bondage, there is bestiality, which is having an animal penetrate the child or infant, um, there is incest, I mean, they said you, you think of it, uh, anything you can think of, it's out there and it's being traded, and it's 30 to 50 million files a day being traded that we know of. I mean, you can see what's happening right now. And, and this is happening to any child and every child. Uh, you know, 90% of children know their abusers. So, um, you know, our children are at risk. You, you, you may know this person. It may be a doctor. It may be a coach. Um, you know, I, I, I thought that... Um, I thought that people that were working with children were people that wanted to protect them. But um, oftentimes these people um, who have this propensity for, um, for wanting to lure children and they, they, they find out a profession that gives them access to children and, and, and lots of them. And ideal um, victims are young children because they can't speak up uh, and they don't make great witnesses if they do. Only 10% of children actually do speak up uh, once they've been abused. So what's incredible about the Child Rescue Coalition is that they are proactive. They don't wait for these children to speak up. They can identify these, these pedophiles. They can see the IP address that's, that's trading this child pornography. They don't know, there's no privacy issues. There's no big brothering. They see the IP address of who's trading these files and they give that to law enforcement. And the trading of these files is a felony. So law enforcement can knock on that person's door and, and see if that person has access to a child. Because the average abuser um, abuses between 50 and 100 children in their lifetime, per, per person, per abuser. And, and the average um, person that, that views child pornography, between 55 and 90% of people viewing it are actually hands-on abusers or will become abusers. And 
you know, you think that sounds like a lot, 50 to 100, maybe that's unrealistic, but the kids age out of the age um, that they stay silent, or they age out of the sexual preference of the predator. And I was told the story of, um, of an oncologist, a pediatric oncologist who was uh, raping his, his children with cancer by the hundreds. And um, there was a nurse who was working with children with mental and physical disabilities. And when he was caught, they asked him how many children he abused. And he looked outside the window at the snow and said, how many snowflakes are there outside? So this is so prevalent. And I want you guys to know this. And I want it to resonate with you. And I want you to see that the Child Rescue Coalition, in just three years, has found 9,000 predators so far. They have saved 2,000 children. And yes, they need donations, that's great, because then they can continue to make this tool free for law enforcement, but they also really need introductions, which is why I've been talking for way too long, and I'm very aware of that, and I'm sorry. But I just, you guys are all very important and well-connected people, so this is my time to tell you, they need introductions. Um, they need introductions to big companies. So for example, um, let's say, uh, you know, because they have the IP address of all, these, um, of all of these predators, they could give the IP address over to um, care.com or Uber, and if that person is uh, filing for an application to work at this company to become a nanny or a driver, they're immediately rejected because they've traded child pornography. Or if uh, Comcast wants to receive their list of IP addresses or any big internet service provider, they can block that content from being shared because they know what those files are. There's, there are no privacy issues. They just block that illegal content. So why the hell are we not doing this? It makes no sense. We have to make these introductions. We have to help these kids. It, it doesn't infringe on anything legally. So I just, I just encourage you, table 17, we have flyers with the, with the list of companies that need introductions. So thank you to Carly Eust, who's here, the, the founder and okay, CEO okay, of the okay, Child okay, Rescue. Okay.